Hi, welcome to Drone Therapy Podcast. I'm Crystal Jax, and this podcast combines two things that seem simple but really freak me out, therapy and drone music. A lot of the time I'm taking music or field recordings I've made and slowing them down for the background of these podcasts. So it's a rhythmless production in at least that way and maybe others. On Drone Therapy Podcast, we're going through my DBT or Dialectical Behavioral Therapy workbooks. Though if you tuned in last time, we veered away from the book to talk about sleep. If you have trouble sleeping and missed that episode, it's called Real Sleepy Bitch Hours and it's up on iTunes and SoundCloud. There's also an extra 40 minutes or so of that one on my Patreon for Infinity Pal subscribers. If you like really can't sleep. Speaking of real sleepy bitches, here's Lana. who is in a treat stupor. I don't know if you can hear her jingle bells collar or not. We're gonna go back into the book now, but I'll take it slow. There's some sections I feel kind of get rushed through by the book, and I don't wanna do that here. We started with mindfulness, which bleeds into the next chapter or module called distress tolerance. And don't worry about this yet, but the upcoming modules are emotional regulation, interpersonal effectiveness, and walking the middle path. We're going to stay between mindfulness and distress tolerance today. If that's confusing, just think about it like using skills you've developed to be mindful or to ground yourself to help you tolerate things that suck, things that might make you anxious or upset which if you're like me is most often the feeling of being anxious or upset and then that makes you more anxious or upset. It's useful even if distress tolerance kind of sounds like some scary hardcore BDSM thing, which I mean everything in life kind of does sometimes. Speaking of acronyms, beyond these modules DBT is big on acronyms. I mean, DBT, that kind of gives it away. Don't panic, but I'll tell you what they are now. But seriously, you won't remember them yet, so don't stress. Just as an introduction, there's one called please. There's improve, accepts, dear man, like D-E-A-R man, which like, that's not even a word. Give and fast. I don't even know if that's all of them. Before I started addressing my mental illnesses, I don't think I thought about acronyms very often, and now it's like they're the only constant in my life. Thanks, DSM. We're going to do one acronym today. It's IMPROVE, a crisis survival skill which aims to improve the moment, like the moment you're in, that your body is in while it's distressed. Improving it for you, not for all the people who've kind of made it clear that you're a burden to them while also telling you you're not a burden. This might improve the moment for them, but the key thing here is improving the moment for you because you matter. 
This is hardcore stuff, I'm sorry, I know. It sounds like some triggering thing a loved one would say, like, yo, relax, improve the moment. And for sure, this isn't a skill that's gonna work every time, especially if you're really far into like intolerable distress world. But I mean, a lot of DBT is like that, and it's still been valuable to me sometimes. Though improve isn't a skill I think about very often, and maybe that's my heckin' problem right there. Improve, I-M-P-R-O-V-E, stands for imagery, meaning, prayer, relaxation, one thing in the moment, vacation, encouragement. So yeah, I mean one thing in the moment, that's not a word, that's a full sentence. And the word prayer, that's going to be a trigger for some people. At the DBT refreshes, it seemed like a lot of people remembered these acronyms and I was just like, improve what? The book doesn't even seem super stoked on this skill because mine just gives it one page and I had to write a bunch of notes in class on the page because it doesn't even explain what those words are. I'll go through my notes with you and then I'll read you my homework answers and you can try this out yourself if you want. Improve imagery. Imagery is soothing, safe places, or imagining yourself coping. You're using imagery to improve the moment. <laughs> For me, this didn't work because like, I pictured a place that I felt was like a safe space for me and then I just pictured like negative things happening there. I haven't really reached the level where like I can just block out trauma to that extent. Definitely I know some people like picture something as simple as like the beach or their like room and it can help them. I tried to picture like a place I went in a dream that I had that was like really open and beautiful and like outdoors and nice that I, that doesn't exist. But then I just remembered parts of the dream that were scary and it, it didn't work. Or imagining yourself coping. So if you're struggling with a situation, you could imagine what would it look like if I coped with this situation? <laughs> Which like, I mean, that's not always gonna work. You're not always gonna be able to do that, but it might be worth trying. It kind of reminds me of those Bunny Michael higher self memes that they make. Um, like what would higher self do? Um, what would the you who can cope with things do? Let me know if that works for you because it, I struggle with that one. M, meaning. This one is looking for a silver lining in emotional suffering. It, uh, that's problematic. That's the only note I wrote here, right? It would be like, especially if you're someone like me and like having mental health issues makes you get down on yourself, then it might help someone like me to be like, oh, but going through this much pain and having like all these struggles will help me connect to other people or help me get other people through hard things that they go through um, or like help me relate to other people and like be a nicer person or something. I'm pretty sure that's like what meaning is supposed to be in this page. It is a bit bleak, but yeah, I didn't write this book. Prayer, I didn't write any notes next to prayer. Obviously I just thought 
it was not going to be something that I would use, but if you're religious, I mean, I'm sure you understand how prayer would work in a situation like that. If you're not religious, they were saying it could just be like connecting to like a higher meaning or something, which is already meaning, but I guess they're just trying to be nice to us heathens or whatever. There's, uh, and then the next one, the next one is our relaxation, which is relaxation activities to soothe the muscles, tense your muscles and release your muscles. If you hear weird noises, it's just Lana. So it's talking about physical relaxation and if you've ever watched my CBT videos on YouTube, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, they, it's all on my website, which I'll say at the end of this thing, but it's uh, crystaljacks.com. There was this thing in CBT, which is you go through your body clenching and releasing different muscles we're working to tense all your muscles one by one and then release them. Some people have evidently found this is helpful. The next one I did not take any notes on either, but it's one thing in the moment. It would be trying to focus on just one thing, which is really hard when your thoughts are racing and you're freaking out, but if you can do it, it's worth a shot. The one thing you're focusing on could be something we covered in the previous podcast, which is a mindfulness thing of using the five senses. So maybe the one thing you want to focus on is the texture of your sweater or the one thing that you focus on in the moment until the distress passes you by could be something like Instagram, like looking at memes or looking at pictures of dogs. The one thing in the moment could be automatic writing just writing down whatever comes into your mind that may make things worse like I'm not guaranteeing that that will help but just just try it out if you want doing one thing in the moment vacation is the V vacation means taking a break similar to doing one thing in the moment in that maybe you are stopping what you're doing and saying you know what, I'm really distressed right now, I'm gonna read a book for 10 minutes, or I'm going to chat online with my friend for 10 minutes, or I'm going to watch a half hour show on Netflix or something. I'm gonna look at pugs for 10 minutes. It's like taking a break. I do find this one helpful, except that like sometimes I think my whole life is just taking a vacation now and that then that makes me feel upset. The E is for encouragement and this was one I identified right away in class that I would struggle with so I wrote a lot of notes on it using positive affirmations to encourage yourself. Being aware that we're our own worst critics a lot of the time because we've internalized every other critic ever, and then instead being your own quote-unquote cheerleader, which is hard. I also have a note here that kind of ties vacation and encouragement. You can validate yourself and say, I have a right to be upset, but I'm gonna be okay, and then take a self-soothing break and then like come back. I also have a note here about making a done list, which someone from class suggested. They 
make a list of things that they have done maybe that day or that year or something just to remind themselves that they're struggling but they're not struggling as much as they may tell themselves they are which um I have never <laughs> I don't think I I don't think I ever tried that but maybe I will later maybe that's maybe that's my homework for myself for this episode um so the homework for improve imagery meaning prayer relaxation one thing in the moment vacation and encouragement I'll read you your homework but first I'll read you the homework as I did it because I think it's really funny the improve the moment homework was to check off one improve skill to practice during the week when I felt upset imagery meaning prayer relaxation one thing in the moment vacation or encouragement I chose one thing in the moment the first entry is briefly describe the stressful situation you were in when you chose to practice the improve the moment skill so for me it was one thing in the moment and I wrote I tried to focus on one thing at a time if I was anxious about the day in the morning I tried to focus on one task and then I just wrote failed <laughs> the next entry is did using the skill help you to one cope with uncomfortable urges and feelings or to avoid conflict if yes describe how it helped and I wrote I failed it says if no describe why so that would be the, the one that I'm supposed to answer here and I wrote that I got distracted what's cool about this podcast for me is that I can go back in time and see things that I either didn't or couldn't think about or take seriously like I should probably do this one again so your homework if you want to do it or if you want to think about it as a thought project, first you're choosing the skill that you were. First you're choosing the skill that you're drawn to for whatever reason. Again, improve imagery, meaning, prayer, relaxation, one thing in the moment, vacation, encouragement. You're choosing one, and then it says over the next week. I mean, a week is probably a good amount of time to give yourself because I don't want to say before the next podcast because who, who knows when I'm going to get it together again uh, hopefully soon all right so try it out pick one try it out and then come back to it and either write down or think about the stressful situation you were in when you chose to practice the skill describe the situation and then answer did the skill help you to one, cope with uncomfortable urges and feelings or two, avoid conflict of any time? And either describe how it helped you or describe why it didn't help you. And clearly it's okay to fail, especially the first time you're trying something like this. Like clearly I failed and I'm, you know, I'm alive. It's, you know, it's worth a try, it's worth thinking about, it's worth like, or not, or you just hate it, it's fine. I kind of, I kind of, not crazy about it. Uh, but I, I hope Improve helps you at least once in your life. Because I am recording this at the end of the year, I want to talk about some other homeworky kind of stuff you could do. I'm going to play back a video from the Dying But Fine Instagram highlights called Therapy Calendar. It's actually therapy and then the calendar emoji. Hey, I want to talk to you really quick about therapy calendars. 
my therapy calendar. It's got Pug on it. I really love Pugs. Um, for instance, here's the December Pug. Um, December Pug is saying, I'll make it through this year. Are you heckin' serious right now? Do you have to do this right now, Lana? Really? Are you sure? Oh, my God. Wait, okay, so the Pugs saying I'll make it through this year, it kills me. Um, I'm not gonna actually really show you all the stuff that's written on my therapy calendar because I think it would be really heck and depressing. But um, what I would recommend, every day you have a calendar and you write down, uh, say, if you had a panic attack, if you drank, how much you drank, if you took your meds, um, what you did that day, um, yo, I got a whole list here. Uh, if you were depressed, if you were anxious, if you were suicidal, if you had heart palpitations, if you were happy, productive, if you had sex, if you cried, if you left the house, um, if you were social, if you had nightmares, if you were agoraphobic, or whatever your deal is. So you keep track of it, right? And then at the end of the year, you get to be, like, really crazy and go through it. I did mine on a different calendar because mine's so messy. And you go through and you try and look for patterns, right? You know what I mean? Like, if you look in November, like, November was really scary for me. Um, taking a lot of benzos, feeling bad, drinking a lot. Um, my meds are cut in half because I cut them in half this month. Um, you can see, like, October was better. So when I look at November here, it's, like, super hecked up, right? Um, and then I can be like, why was November so hecked up? And I realize that in October, I pushed myself too much, and I snapped, and I crashed again. Um, and the calendar helps with that. So keeping a calendar like this has really helped me identify trends in my behavior. Like, the more depressants I take, the more depressed I am, which, like, you think would be obvious, but whatever. So consider it. 2019. That was from last year, clearly. This year, I continued the therapy calendar. I got a therapy calendar after New Year's for a half price with Niagara Falls on it. I love Niagara Falls. And every day I'd write down what meds I took, a brief summary of what I did, like it's a small space, but just like office or Lena's birthday party or doctor prescription, coffee with Cliff really more stuff though about what the day was like emotionally if I was foggy or clear-headed productive or stuck in bed suicidal or pretty stable if I was sick if I had a panic attack if I had my period if I had sex how many drinks I had if I woke up from nightmares etc just like last year is not perfect sometimes I missed whole weeks and had to go back and guess like oh I know I missed my meds one day uh, I think it was Tuesday, let's say it was Tuesday. It doesn't have to be perfect. You're trying to get a big picture view of your mental health throughout the year. The first time I did a calendar like this, it was so helpful. I realized one of my panic attack and ideation triggers was depressives like taking benzos, and this year I really worked to cut down on taking clonopin. I went four months without it at one point, which was cool, and I can track if I'm cutting meds or going on new meds, like I just started taking iron and vitamin C or drinking orange juice. And I'm probably delusional, but it seems to be sort of helping my energy levels, like the orange juice sugar maybe. <laughs> I got off Effexor this year and switched to Prozac and it'll be really helpful to have a record to look back on 
because I don't have my meds figured out yet. I was only off Effexor for a month and almost self-destructed, like it was so bad. Me with no meds is really bad right now. Prozac has been chill so far, but I have a history with meds where they only work for kind of a short time and then my symptoms reappear. So then I like raise the dose and then eventually like I get super brain dead. And the calendar helped me figure that out. I also write down therapy appointments. Obviously, disclaimer, like DBT is cool, therapy is cool, but meds can be cool too. DBT is scary, therapy is scary. Meds can be scary too. This year I learned that I definitely do need both right now. It's really different for every person. So if you want your homework from Drone Therapy Podcast, get a calendar and track this stuff. You can also track on your phone or take notes and jot it on a calendar once a week. Right now I'm two weeks behind on my calendar, I think, and it's really stressing me out. Please try not to be me. Try not to worry about this being perfect. You're doing amazing, sweetie. If you're trying to track your health and getting some notes and dates down, that's amazing. If you really hate the calendar thing, maybe it's not for you. That's fine. I love spreadsheets and charts and stuff. Like, I make memes, which are basically like little charts. Maybe for you, what works is you want a diary where you write long form or jot key dates down or lists where you track stuff like med changes or breakdowns or pain flares. It's your life. Don't feel like you need to do this calendar thing because I said it worked for me. Especially if you started out and you're like, I hate this. Also, this is an evergreen idea. Like, if you're listening to this in July, you can still start a calendar today. Or if you listen in January and remember about it in July, it's totally fine. Calendars are cheaper in July anyway. That's it for now. Remember to improve the moment if you like want to quick refresher improve stands for imagery meaning prayer relaxation one thing in the moment vacation encouragement drone therapy is on itunes please subscribe follow me on instagram at dying but fine and at crystal jacks k-r-i-s-t-e-l-j-a-x my website is crystaljacks.com my Patreon is patreon.com slash crystaljacks. That's where I raise money for therapy. Or if you just want to throw me a few dollars because you like this podcast, you can do a one-time donation, paypal.me slash crystaljacks, or e-transfer via the email on my website. You can also email me with stuff you'd like me to talk about on the podcast, especially if it's a topic I mentioned but went over too quickly or something. And no promises, but I will try. Dying But Fine memes will be in Toronto at Long Winter, January 4th at the Gladstone Hotel. There will be a lot of other memers too. That's really all I know right now, but check my Instagram for details soon. I'm going to leave you with something special for the end of the year. And because we've talked about the dialectics in dialect <laughs> the dialectics in dialectical behavioral therapy like taking the middle path and thinking two things can be true at one time my friend Myra Maines has my friend Myra Maines released a song earlier this year that I really wanted to use in a podcast 
before the year was out, so this is my last chance. It's called Great Explanations. It's about having feelings and changing your mind and things changing. Sometimes I feel like My Remains is making like like DBT theme music. So you should definitely check out their whole band camp, myremains.bandcamp.com, M-Y-R-A-M-A-I-N-E-S.bandcamp.com. On Instagram, myremainsofficial, M-Y-R-A-M-A-I-N-E-S official. I think there's a lot of improved stuff in here. I'm like totally projecting this onto the song. This is why I chose it for this episode, but there's imagery and there's like meaning and you could you could relax while you listen to I skip prayer. You notice that I skip prayer. Uh, one thing in the moment, you, you listen to a song, uh, like taking a vacation, like taking a break to listen to a song, encouragement. I think I think there's some encouragement in this song. I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's a sad song, but I get encouragement from it. So this is Great Explanations by Myra Mains. Nani, come say bye. Okay, bye. We love you. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. See you next time.
Mãe.